if you want to know how to delete any item off your credit report, you have to understand the FCRA. I've told y'all this many times. Luckily for you, I dropped a new ebook. It's called Consumer Law for Geniuses, FCRA Edition. This ebook is going to give y'all all the sauce, breaking down the FCRA again so that y'all can understand it because y'all are geniuses. If you want to get tapped into the ebook, what you're going to want to do is text FCRA Genius as one word to 914 353 4741. FCRA Genius to 914 353 4741. That'll get you the ebook. The ebook is normally $97, but for you today, I'm going to give it to you for only $10. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. Welcome to a new episode of the CAT Podcast, Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast. Hopefully y'all blessed. Hopefully y'all amazing. Hopefully y'all great. Hopefully y'all get into that bag. That's what that blessed and amazing great means. Look at the first letter of each word. You feel me? But yeah, man, new episode, new episode, new episode. Updates. We're going to get into the updates and we're going to get straight to it. We're going to be talking that consumer law stuff and, you know, just giving y'all the sauce. So number one, number one, number one. I hope y'all been tapping into the Consumer Law for Geniuses ebook. Consumer Law for Geniuses, if y'all tapped in, if y'all read it, if y'all implemented it, go ahead and leave us a review. Go ahead and send us a testimonial. Record a video telling us how things are going. Uh, You can send a text testimony. You can do an email, whatever. Testimonials go a long way. If I gave y'all some value, you know, return the value by giving us a testimonial and we'll continue impacting lives. So that's number one. Number two, it's Aquarius season. Shout out to all my Aquarians. Um, and you know, it's a blessing to be in Aquarius season. I know that I'm pretty sure your life is going super amazing. I'm not saying it's because it's Aquarius season, but it's partly because it is Aquarius season. <laughs> so shout out to everyone that's an Aquarius. Shout out to y'all. You know, it's our time to shine. We're going crazy. Next one. Shout out to my uh, mentees and my mentorship, the Cat Credit Retire Your 9 to 5 Mentorship Program. If you want to see if you can qualify to get into my mentorship, it's not cheap. When we talk about something that was able to help me leave my nine to five job, freedom, having a choice, you shouldn't expect it to be free. You shouldn't expect it to be cheap. If you want to see if you qualify, go ahead and text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741. Text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741. You'll get an application. We'll see if you qualify to work with us. And we will go from there. I want to give you all a choice. You know, if you want to leave your nine to five, you can do that. If you if you just want to add more income, you can just add more income. But it's about having a choice. That's the main thing. I want y'all to have the same feeling that I have when I left that job. And I was like, damn, I should have been left a job. But I had a plan. I executed it. And I made it happen. And I know y'all can do it too. That's why we put out the program. So that's the update on there. Oh, a new update, new update. So I know this is this is pertaining to the mentorship too. I know that not everybody is financially 
able to invest into the mentorship. I realize that. But I want y'all to still get the information where you're at. So we're about to launch like a, I guess, mini mentorship, if you will. It's going to be a monthly, uh, it's going to be a monthly program that's basically like the mentorship, but it's not, it's not the cat credit retire your nine to five mentorship, obviously, but it is mentorship. So it's going to be a monthly fee. It's going to be something super cheap, way cheaper than the mentorship. You'll get valuable information. And this will basically be in the form of me constantly communicating with you. So I'll send you like an email or text every week just as your distant mentor. So if that's something that you're looking to get into, definitely stay tuned. Uh, There will be more information on that. If you're looking for more information on that, you can just uh, DM me and just say cheaper mentorship or something like that. Go ahead and DM me if, if depending on when you're listening to it. Um, go ahead and DM me cheaper mentorship. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be a cheaper way for y'all to get y'all skin in the game. Still get tapped in with us. Cause I know that y'all need the information, but it's like, I can't give you the cat credit, retire your nine to five mentorship for cheaper. Obviously I'm, you know, I'm running a business. I'm not running a nonprofit. And if I give you the mentorship for super, super cheap, you're not going to respect it. So we have an alternative option. If you still want to get tapped in, Consider the uh, email, text, mentorship, and, you know, just just work with what you got over there. So be on the lookout for that. Update as well. Cat has been hiring. Cat has been hiring. If you follow me on social media, if you follow my IG, then you see that we've been hiring people. We're expanding the team. We're just working on scaling. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's a blessing to be able to you know, leave my nine to five and fully focus on the business and just continue to grow within the business and be in a position I'm able to hire people. So, you know, definitely all, all glory to God on that. Um, so I had a conversation with one of our people that I just hired, right? I'll say somebody is working for me. Uh, you could say employee, whatever you want to say. So one of our workers, I was, I was just talking to him and he was just telling me how he's super young. He was telling me the fact that he's taking care of his um his little sister. His little sister's like one years old or something like that. And keep in mind, this is like a 17-year-old kid. So when I'm talking to him, I'm just like, yo, I really, I really respect that. Cause I'm big on I'm big on family, you know, taking care of your family and things like that. So I was just like, yo, I gotta give, I gotta give this kid a chance. So I decided to bring them on. And I don't know, I don't know how old y'all are. I know a majority of y'all is listening to this is all are, are older than 17. But I don't know if you can remember back when y'all were 17, like money was like the biggest thing in the world. So it's like, you know, it's just a blessing to be able to be put in a position that I could bring people on because I wish when I was 17, someone like myself gave me an opportunity. You feel me? So I'm giving him an opportunity. I liked his whole story. The fact that he's, you know, looking out for his uh, little sister. And we were talking about cologne, too. Like he he's looking he's getting into cologne. You know, he's working out and all that. And I'm like, you know, he's he's really he's doing his thing at 17. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I, I first started working out when I was like 17, 18, one of those ages. So it's just dope to see how he's going about it. And I look forward to bringing him alongside me. 
and we're going to get this bread. You feel me? So um, as far as hiring, you know, I've just been interviewing hella people. I liked him particularly. He was the youngest person I actually interviewed, actually. Uh, there's also somebody else. I brought him on and yeah, he's, he's, he just seems very coachable. So we're going to see how it goes, you know, giving people chances. Y'all got to understand too, that hiring is, I posted this before, but hiring is, um, guessing, but firing is knowing. So if I got to fire anybody, I knew like they weren't it. But when you hire someone, you just making a guess. That's the thing about it. So just wanted to be transparent, keep y'all updated on that. YouTube, 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 YouTube. Make sure y'all go to my YouTube and subscribe. So funny thing too with the YouTube. This is this is why the way life works, you want to be able to basically um, take action, right? So one of my subscribers on YouTube, I just saw how she was constantly commenting in the comments. She might be listening to this. I don't know if she listens to the podcast. And I don't know if my uh, people that I hire listen to the podcast I mean, they're supposed to just to get, you know, more familiar with the business and stuff. But yeah, shout out to them if they're hearing this. So back to my YouTube subscriber. So my YouTube subscriber, basically, she's been tapped in, you know, going crazy in the comments, all of that. And when you're doing something like that, you're showing support. Obviously, someone's going to notice you. So just piece of advice about life. If you're trying to get noticed by somebody, maybe you're following, you look up to what they're doing, just constantly support them. Like, do something to where, like, they, they can't not notice you. So, basically, uh, we were doing a premiere of my 100th episode, the podcast episode, and it was on YouTube, 100th uh, episode. So, she was on a live premiere, you know, just chatting in the comments and everything, doing, uh, taking action and stuff. And then I just decided, I was just like, yo, you know, I don't hop on free calls, but let me just hop on a free call with her. So, we hopped on a free call. We chopped it up, helped her with her situation gave her some action steps and, you know, she's moving forward from there. And it's just dope when, you know, you take action and you can connect with people that you, you know, constantly watching on social media or whatever. Because obviously, you know, y'all listening to me, y'all, if y'all listen consistently, you probably subconsciously, if not consciously, you probably subconsciously feel like you know me to a certain extent as a friend or whatever, whatever relationship you might think, you know, I am to you. So it's like, if you want to get tapped in, constantly show that person support. You feel me? So that's just a little bit of information on that. Make sure you join a free Facebook group. If you don't like your credit right now, make sure you join a free Facebook support group. It's your fault if your credit ain't where it's supposed to be at right now. Text the word support to 914-353-4741. Text the word support to 914-353-4741. This is probably the longest updates I did in a minute, but just wanted to chop it up with y'all. We've been chopping it up with like the whole mindset episodes, but I, ju- I just wanted to chop it up with y'all as far as, you know, what's going on with Cat, what's going on with YouTube, what's going on with everything. So make sure y'all tap in, Um, you know, the podcast. I know some of y'all only listen to the podcast. Some of y'all only follow me on social media. Some of y'all only follow me on YouTube. Some of y'all are tapped in everywhere. Some of y'all are reading the blog. Some of y'all are, you know, doing what you got to do. So. I feel like the podcast audience, y'all are like a, uh, how do I say this? Like a close-knit group because y'all like tuning into me every week. Granted, the people on YouTube are like dedicated as well. And I'm assuming that some of the podcast listeners are YouTube watchers too. 
But yeah, it's, it's you know it's been a minute since 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 we just talked. You feel me? When I dropped these podcast episodes, I wanted to be like, you know, I'm I'm like your homie chilling at the office with you at your job, or I'm in where wherever you're listening to. If you're in the gym, you know, I'm chopping it up with you. I'm in your crib chopping it up with you. Maybe you're making dinner. Maybe you're making breakfast. Maybe you're making lunch. Maybe you're just chilling in your room, your uh your crib, whatever, right? So we just we just having a conversation. So you know, it's been a minute since we chopped it up with each other. So I just wanted to chop it up with y'all. Before we get into the game, hopefully y'all still on y'all near your new me. And yeah, that's that's pretty much what I that's pretty much what I got for y'all. Make sure y'all tap in with the IG. IGs, C Attackers LLC, Mike O Benjamin. You know, tap in, tap in, tap in. Let's get straight to it. All right, I got to be real with you. If you're not tapped in to my free Facebook support group, Credit Repair Consumer Law Free Support Facebook group, you don't care about nothing. You don't care about your credit. You don't care about your family. You don't care about your legacy. You don't care about nothing. Free. The group is free. There's so much free information over there. If you're not tapped in, you definitely want to get tapped in. I'm going to give you a chance to tap in, though. If you want to tap in, what you're going to want to do is text the word SUPPORT to 914-353-4741. Text the word SUPPORT to 914-353-4741. I'll send you the link, and I'll catch you in the group. Enjoy the episode. All right, listen. Let's get straight to it. So we throwing out the FDCPA validation of debt law. Nah, I'm playing. We're not throwing it out, but we focused on the new validation of debt law that I want y'all to use or be familiar with because it's just more powerful in my opinion. So this law is 12 CFR 1006.34. If you're in a free Facebook support group, I I put it in there. I took a screenshot and everything. I don't think I'm going to put the law in the title. I think I'm just going to put new debt validation law because, you know, clickbait, all that. And I want y'all to pay attention. So 12 CFR, 1006.34. Notice for validation of debts. Y'all can read it with me. I got it pulled up here. We're going to walk through it. Um, And before we even get into it, I need y'all to understand the podcast is for me to give y'all the information. Let's say on, it's not always like, a lot. it's not always going to be general, but a lot of times, you know, I'm going to break it down to a certain extent. But if y'all hear something I'm saying or breaking down and you're like, oh, damn, he should have explained more. The podcast is free. You're supposed to do your own due diligence. Go read the laws yourself and all of that. Right. But I I give y'all more than enough to get started. So let's let's get straight to it. So I just want to give y'all like a like a a, just a warning, if you will. So one thousand six point thirty four notice for validation of debts. A says validation information required. In general, except as provided in paragraph A2 of this section, a debt collector must provide a consumer with the validation information required by paragraph C of this section either by sending the consumer a validation notice in the manner required by 1006.42. So it has a hyperlink. I told y'all when y'all reading consumer law, click on them hyperlinks, get more familiar. You can get in a rabbit hole going through the consumer laws, but it's important for you to click on these hyperlinks so you know what they're talking about. 
<laughs> right? So I'm not going to click on that one, but basically it just talks about disclosures that have to be made. So keep that in mind. That goes back to what I said. You got to do your own due diligence. So they're just basically saying um, that these debt collectors, they have to send you, the consumer, a validation notice as required by the disclosures of that 1006.42 section. Let's scroll down. So they have an exception section. Let's go to B for purposes of this section. So I want to read through some of the definitions and then we're going to focus on what I actually want y'all to focus on, which is the C section. So if you're listening right now, you can scroll down, just get familiar with where C is or just pause it and then figure it out. So definitions, number one says clear and conspicuous. So clear and conspicuous means readily understandable. In the case of a written, in the case of written and electronic disclosures, because they can do electronic as well as written. The location and type size also must be readily noticeable and legible to consumers. So if you're blind like me, you you know you need the you need the glasses, they better make sure the font is how it's supposed to be. But let's 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 keep reading. It says although no minimum type size is mandated. So you could argue, even though you know no type size is mandated, if they print it on small font, you get the letter, you you can't even read it, it's hard for you to read. Let's say you know your vision bad or whatever. You could argue like, you know, that's a violation right there. It wasn't clear and conspicuous. So it says in the case of oral disclosures, the disclosures also must be given at a volume and speed sufficient for the consumer to hear and comprehend them. So if it's oral, right, you're hearing it. What if you have a hearing aid? What if your, what if your hearing is bad because you always play music on like a thousand volume, right? So just... Just kind of understand what you can do with all that. But I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm just like, I'm just playing around as far as like, you know, using these as examples of violations. We're going to get into like the section C. You're going to see how it's easy to trap them in these violations. So number two, initial communication. Um, I'm not going to read that. It just basically says the first time that they contact you in connection with the collection of the debt. So, you know, that is what it is. Number three, let's go to itemization day. I want to talk about that, too. That's going to be important in uh, C. So itemization dates means any one of the following five reference dates for which a debt collector can assert an amount of the debt. Right. So there's five different uh, dates that satisfy the itemization date. So one example, I says the last statement date, which is the date of the last periodic statement or written account statement or invoice provided to the consumer by a creditor. Number two says a charge-off date, which is the date the debt was charged off. Three says a last payment date, which is the date the last payment was applied to the debt. Uh, four says the transaction date, which is the date of the transaction that gave rise to the debt. Or four or five says the judgment date, which is the date of a final court judgment that determines the amount of the debt owed by the consumer. So they have to give you an itemization date. We're going to see that in uh, C. So validation notice, you can read that. It's just a written or electronic notice. And when you go to the actual title, it says notice for validation of debt. So just, you know, basic definition of what it means. And then validation period, they give you all that. I'm not going to read that. It's pretty long. So you can look at the validation period on your own time. So C, this is what I really wanted y'all to pay attention to. This is why we're using um, this one, this val- this notice for validation of debt versus 1692G, 
If you don't know the FDCPA, I mean, I don't know if this is your first episode and you don't know about consumer law. So the FDCPA is a Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. It basically governs fair debt collection practices or unfair debt collection practices. So the law is out there to protect you as a consumer from unfair debt collection practices. And it has a validation of debt section. This section is 15 U.S.C. 1692G. It basically says the five things that need to be satisfied to actually satisfy or validate that debt. And it has five things. But the law we're talking about today has more than that. So that's why I want y'all to use that moving forward as you do your valid, as you do, as you send out your debt validation letters, notices. So yeah, keep that in mind. So validation information, pursuant to paragraph A1 of this section, a debt collector must provide the following validation information. So when you send them that letter that says, I refuse to pay the debt, I refuse to pay this alleged obligation because you as a consumer, you have a right to tell them that you refuse to pay it. Send them that cease and desist. Stop contacting me until you send me validation of uh, uh, validating this debt, which they're not going to be able to validate the debt. They're going to send y'all smoke screens. They're going to send y'all stuff, notices. They basically praying that you don't know that what they send you is BS. They're going to send you BS. They're going, they're going home to pray that you just don't <laughs> question them. That's basically what's going on. So keep that in mind, man. So it says, number one, debt collector communication disclosure. The statement required by 1006.18e. Click on that hyperlink. Read it on your own time. It's going to give you more information on the disclosure that needs to be made. Number two says information about the debt. This is where the sauce is. So it says, except as provided in paragraph C5 of this section, number one, what they need to provide you, the debt collector's name and a mailing address at which the debt collector accepts disputes and requests for original credit creditor information. So basically it's um, what we're doing right now. We're comparing 1692G of the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act to um, this law right here, which is, uh, as you should know, 12 CFR 1006.34, 12 CFR 1006.34. Write it down, tat it. No, I'm playing, don't tat it. But I mean, do do what you want. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're going to go to number two. The consumer's name and mailing address. They got to provide you that. Number three, if the debt collector is collecting a debt related to a consumer financial product or service as defined in 1006.2F, the name of the creditor to whom the debt was owed on the itemization date. Four, the account number, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Number five says the name of the creditor to whom the debt currently is owed. So if we were looking at 1692G, it basically has five things. So I just read five things. That's it. But 12 CFR 1006.34, basically, it keeps on going. And that's why I need y'all to realize. I need y'all to go to 12 CFR 1006.34. Go specifically to C validation information. This is the debt validation I want y'all to use moving forward. The thing about credit, you got to remember credit is always changing. Tactics are always, um, new tactics are always being used. So I want y'all, if y'all haven't been using the 12 CFR law, I want y'all to use it moving forward. So like I said, 1692G has five things as far as, you know, satisfaction of that debt. So with the 12 CFR, we continue going as far as what needs to be on there. So it has it actually has nine things, nine, nine things actually satisfy, right? 
So number six says the itemization date. Remember, I read itemization date earlier. So get familiar with that. Number seven, the amount of the debt on the itemization date. So they got to give you that information as well. Number eight, an itemization of the current amount of the debt reflecting interest, fees, payments, and credits since the itemization date. It says a debt collector may disclose itemization on a separate page provided in the same communication with the validation notice. If the debt collector includes on the validation notice where the itemization would have appeared, a statement referring to that separate page. So go ahead and read that, you know, understand it for your own situation. And then number nine says the current amount of the debt. So moving forward, I want you all to be familiar with 12 CFR 1006.34. Use that as your debt validation. Once you get them with the debt validation, they don't provide you with everything they want. They're supposed to provide you, you know, do your additional tactics. Go through the CFPB if you got to go through a BBB, uh, FTC, um, you know, let them know your laws, do what you got to do, have resilience, you know, know that it is, it may take some time, but you want to get the ball rolling. And if it gets to that extent, you sending them all of that stuff, you sent your affidavits, you gonna have to press for that lawsuit. So y'all, hopefully y'all take something out of this episode. If you don't know about the 12 CFR law, I hope you at least read it. I hope you at least implement it. And I hope you get them deletions. That being said, much love to y'all. Y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you did, make sure you share it with somebody. Let us know on social media that you're listening to the podcast. And if you haven't gotten the Consumer Law for Geniuses FCRA edition ebook, you sleep on yourself. So go ahead and text the word FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. You can get it for only $10 versus $97. Y'all have a blessed one.